0: Does whatever a spider can Spins a web in his size Catches thieves just like flies Look out! Hey, here comes the Spider-Man Oh, is he strong? Listen, bud He's got radioactive blood Can he swing from a thread? Take a look Overhead, hey there, there goes the Spider-Man.
1: 507 for May 2018, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space podcast, and I'm your host Brad Douglas. And that opening song is a mix of various Spider-Man themes. I really dig it. Uh, the artist who did it is Gary Mitchell. He's on uh, YouTube, so subscribe to his channel. I'll put a link to his video of this mashup in our on our message board thread with this uh, episode title as the subject. So check out Gary's stuff. He's very talented. So good job, Gary. All right. Before we get to our review episode, I want to thank you. uh, Give a big thank you to the people that support this podcast and our website each month. Without you guys, uh, we just can't do it. I just want to give a thank you to... Brian, Craig, Christopher, Andrew, John, Stephen, Michael, Federico, Stuart, Ricky, Thomas, Nick, Laura, David, Michael, and Spider Gwen. The bills add up, and it's not cheap to host 500 plus episodes up on a server each and every month. But those people help us do it. And if you enjoy uh, this show and our website, uh, log on to spidermancrawlspace.com. Look for the Patreon button over on the right hand side of the site and also at the bottom of every news article that you read on the front page it has a patreon link at the bottom Living of the articles the all right we've got three issues let's tackle them
0: hey
1: crawl spacers welcome to our review show we've got three issues we're going to tackle let's introduce the panel we've got the goblin himself jr what's going on jr
2: just uh <coughs> doing it,
1: practicing, getting ready here <laughs> <laughs> and we have uh harry osborne aka spencer on the line what's going on spencer uh, not not much just just watching this just and uh you know putting on gonna take care of the rest of his costume so uh audio listeners spencer jr's son is wearing a scarlet spider hoodie he is also holding a bag of flour <laughs> and someone who enjoys that is
3: george what's going on george <laughs> Oh, not much. Just uh, ready to get through with this. After, after this issue, we only have to suffer two more slots. And, and by we, I mean y'all because I'm not doing 800. Yeah. So all I, after this, all I have to worry about is 801 and then we're slot free. Slot free. It's like the doctor saying you're cured of herpes. <laughs> you know, when like there's, there's no cure for it. Suddenly you're like, oh my God, I've got a new on online. And we've got Zach. What's going on, Zach?
4: Uh, I'm uh, I'm kind of excited to talk about the free comic book day issue. I'm
3: not, cool. not going to lie.
4: Cool,
5: cool.
1: And we have Ashley. What's going on, Ashley?
5: Um, I'm glad we're getting Amazing Spider-Man out of the way first because, nah.
1: Nah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So another goblin-centric comic goes to our goblin-centric critic, J.R. What's going on with seven ninety nine of amazing? Are you st- going down swinging three? Because the fans demanded it, I guess I'm still doing these Red Goblin stories. You bet.
2: All right, okay. So anyway, the story opens up with Peter Parker uh, making, uh, you know, announcing to all of his friends, "Okay, guys, I'm going to make an unwelcome reference to Spider-Man Homecoming by calling myself the Man in the Chair." Okay and then I'm going to make a real lame reference to a mediocre 1980s cartoon that certain people have way too many fond remembrances of. So, anyway. What was the oh. 80s cartoon? I don't get What was that? Yeah, <laughs> on, on page two or whatever, Peter says, and I've got the greatest asset of all, some pretty amazing friends. Oh, oh there you go. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Boy, oh. you guys, hello, McFly. You uh, know, another, another 80s, 80s reference, cra- ca- But... <laughs> uh, Savage. So any, anyway, the human torch is flying around Stark Tower to look after Mary Jane, and, and she says, "Well, I don't know if you've been paying attention to what's been going on the last ten year, you know, ten years or so Peter, but uh, this is Tony Stark's world, and you're just living in it, chump. <laughs> so that's why I'm in Stark Tower." <laughs> <laughs> And and then, you know, Miles is out looking after Aunt May and he says, uh, I'm watching, uh, but yeah, I'm watching out for your Aunt May, but don't worry. I won't let her see me because I don't want her to freak out when she sees a, bu-. and Peter says, whoa, not here, Miles, not here. We don't want any snowflakes to completely misunderstand the joke. Oh. Um, and then Silk says, well, this is the stu- second stupid, le- uh, this is the second stupid ass legacy character here looking out for everyone at the Daily Bugle. So. And then Spider-Man, Spidey calls Flash slash Anti-Venom, uh, who knows what's going on because he just rescued Jonah. And then he calls Clayton slash Clash with a rather clever opening line, which, you know, this is your conscious talking, which I, I kind of thought that was clever. But uh, he also says, Clayton, I know this is probably going to be one of your last chances to appear in a comic book because Dan Slugsley is <laughs> a title and won't be consistently trying to make you happen. Uh, yeah, but, but, could you look, but could you look after Harry Osborne and his family for me? Um, speaking of Harry, we're back at Liz Allen's uh, uh, deluxe apartment in the sky. I the mystery nanny who won't be a mystery for much longer. Uh, just took away the little Osborns. And Liz says, well, don't worry, I can find them because I chipped Normie. Uh, of course, Harry being the nervous little wuss that he is, is appalled that Liz did that. You know, and Liz said, well, she's a CEO billionaire, but, and you know, I want to know where my kid is all the time. But what Liz really should have told him was, besides your father's a notorious supervillain, I knew he'd do something like this someday <laughs> himself, you know, yeah, yeah, and, that. you know, he was going to do it, you snowflake. So that's why I did this. So anyway, so John gets back home and he wants to warn Peter about Norman. But Peter says, I already know that Norman's back and that Norman already knows and he that who I am again. And he goes, holy cow, Jonah, what happened to your face? You look like face from Preacher. Uh, so, and boy, this these are not
1: landing at all. What is going on here? <laughs> I, I've been uh, here. I, what?
4: I was muted for half of them, so I was, the uh, the
1: the chat wants to know if the s- cookies that Spencer is eating is made with Ben Riley flour.
3: <laughs> I hate you all. all <laughs> how to to trigger zach joiner let everyone else do around you do it
1: (laughs) okay go ahead keep going jr
3: Uh, i don't know if i want to this is really not
2: this is not going well at all uh anyway so uh anyway so peter you know stares down you know jonah and jonah says you know sorry pete but osborne uh, kept tickling me with a feather and you know how ticklish i am and i couldn't stand it anymore and i just cracked uh and then, and then you know, Peter decides to give Jonah an evil stare down because you know, in, instead of thinking, well, you know, Norman should have figured it out anyway. I mean, he knew for years anyway. I never thought it would last forever. Uh, or he, Peter, could have thought, well, he's got the Carnage symbiote, and the Carnage symbiote doesn't set off my spider sense. So he could, all he had to do was follow me around till I got home. But no, we have to have this silly little complication or whatever. Where Peter stares at Jonah. Um, well, anyway, we, we go to the Port Authority where the Osborne family catches up with the mysterious nanny and the kids and mysterious nanny says you bunch of dumbasses! i wasn't working for norman i uh, i was trying to get the kids away from him in the first place and and here's where it finally gets good you know norman shows up too late surprise who's gonna kiss for grandpa you know, <laughs> and look, who's here? Do you know how much continuity and flashbacks you're gonna screw up by being here, yo ball and chain? <laughs> uh, <laughs> of course, of course, we find out that the mystery nanny is none other than the supposedly late Emily Osborne. Wife of Norman, mother of Harry. No, I don't like it. I'm going to get that out of the way right now. And I can just see in issue 800, when everyone wants an explanation, I can just see Norman saying, well, yeah, I called her the late Mrs. Osborne, not because she was dead, but because she never got anywhere on time. That's why I dumped her
1: ass. It's not my fault you thought I meant she was dead. That's probably more effort that. than Slot actually did. What the, is that echo sound? It sounds like there's a clap or – someone's got the no, – no, I mean <laughs> – is sorry. Are you moving the microphone on your desk, Jr. Or something? Is it moving? No, no, okay. no. no
2: it's only when I'm talking. That's it's weird. Mean,
1: well, then, well, then yeah. Then Zach, don't talk. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Problem solved, George so anyway well the torch and clash show up they hit norman with fire and sound and guess what it doesn't work uh because the goblin formula helps negate all that other stuff and makes a symbiote resistant to those uh which is good because that would have been a t- too obvious way to end this but yeah. so yeah. norman dispatches torch and clash and that sounds like a bad either a bad T disney channel show is that, is that torch, Tor- and clash? torch and <laughs> clash like that, disney channel show anyway i love funny
4: 16 so, year old back he actually
2: still watches disney channel <laughs> so norman <laughs> no you don't netflix come on oh <laughs> <laughs> so anyway norman dispatches the torch and flash as well as the spider fakes when they get de- when they get there uh but Annie venom does give him some heartburn but uh norman gives uh, flash a hobson's choice when he realizes that uh, <laughs> you know when flash realizes the superheroes that norman has taken out are going to die unless he touches them you know so uh, so Norman uses that opportunity to take any venom down. So Peter changes a Spider-Man uh, and goes to the port because even with the ultimatum that Norman gave him, he just can't let Norman kill everybody, uh, but he's still got the busted leg and then Flash touches him and heals
0: him. <laughs> oh, no.
2: Uh, do you feel healed? Healed. There we go. Uh, so Norman tracks down the rest of the Osborns and grabs a hold of Normie and Gives him the Carnage symbiote and says, "Welcome, kiddo,
1: to the family business." So oh, it's right. to be concluded. All right, let's let's go around the horn for grades. Jr., what's your grade? I gave it a B. Spencer, what's your grade? Oh, uh, After that presentation, oh man, <laughs> A right there, an A. Um, <laughs> George, what's your grade? D plus. D plus. A- Ashley. D minus. Uh, Zach C plus. C plus.
4: The the amount of salt in uh, in Spencer's and sarcasm and Spencer's statement is a
1: typical teenager, which is great. Uh, B B plus out of me. Uh, uh JR, what 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 was your grade one more time? B B, what's uh, what's your prose out of it, Jr. I would have given it. I
2: would have. I actually, I would have given it an A, except for the Emily, the bringing the Emily thing. Why did that, uh, bother, you? Why'd that uh, bother you?
1: Why did that bother you? Why why the Emily return bother you? Well, for,
2: well, first of all, that's a very key piece of the Osborne mythology that she's gone. Um, that you know, this may have been the one person that Norman Osborn actually gave a rat's ass about, uh, and that you know, her her death, you know, her death was part of what unhinged him a little bit, and also the fact that she wasn't around, you know, uh, you know, because Norman was a crappy father, and the fact that there was no mother. I mean, and there was no mother around to balance the equation. Plus, you know, remember when um, uh, the uh, Amazing Spider-Man two the the scene that was originally filmed with the father at the cemetery Uh, um and they and the reason they cut it out was because they tested it and people hated that scene because it was like no matter what he's he's afraid of or thinking he's not going to let his son believe he was dead for that long yeah that's the same case here what what can they to me this is just a gimmick that slot rolled out a gotcha a ha ha a stunner there is Mm. absolutely it has absolutely no story value do you think she'll die in 800 I I don't I don't even want to speculate what 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 you know I, I I'm af- I'm afraid that 800 is going to be a bigger turd than what came out of Venom's Venom's mouth in that trailer. Uh, <laughs> wow! But uh, but no I, I there's just there's there's no reason for this there there's it's it just yeah you know, aha look what I've done look at this twist I've thrown into it that's he, all I think this is he, he's I, th- he's
1: 100? throwing stuff out that have have been dangling threads of spider uh, the f- spider verse for years I you know I mean uh, if if Norman
2: if Emily had left because Norman was such a badass why did she not take her son with him the only the only explanation is that she's been in a coma or, or whatever or maybe she's a clone maybe Norman cloned her or whatever to throw everybody off and you know
1: that, that I wouldn't mind that actually you know that would kind Sl- of be. slot uh, answered uh, the Loki uh, favor. He answered the what happened to Emily Osborne. Do you think he will do facade before he leaves? <laughs> that's not even funny to think about.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not even funny. You're a sadist. This, I guess this so. Screams.
4: This is almost exactly what they did with Harry Osborne in one more day. They just brought him back. No explanation. No. Suddenly, Harry's back, and he's had, you know, 15 wives, and he suddenly acts more like James Franco
2: than he ever f-ing did.
4: Self-edit there. Self-edit there. You have to give me credit gotcha. for that one.
2: Um, all right, pros. Hey, we've got a teenager in the room who yeah. never heard a
1: cuss word in his life. <laughs> <laughs> he watches Netflix. Don't even go there. Okay, JR, what's, let's, let's do pros before we go to cons. JR, your biggest pros out of this
2: book. I, you know, no. I mean, I. Uh, you know, I, I just like the way Norman came in at the end, and just I. I, I thought that the, he sounded like Norman. I mean, I. I know that not everybody. Yeah, I know that the the he, when people try to write jokes for Norman, it sometimes it doesn't always work. But I. I thought it. Everything sounded indigenous to Norman. Uh, he's having a great time. I mean, see, this is the thing. Norman likes being the goblin. And Norman, I mean, you could just tell he's having a blast. He loves this. He loves being able to, you know, throw people around like, uh, you know, like bowling pins and things like that. It, it, and,
1: and, you know, I think I think that comes out. Do you um, like that he put this, what is that? What, what is that? What is that sound? It's someone trying to speak to us. That is like aliens talking to us. Oh, my oh. God. Um. Real quick, uh, do you like that the symbiote went over his grandson? Well, I figured that was going to happen. I mean, there's the, right now, there's nothing to like or not like yet until it plays out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Neil says it's Zach's conscience that's <laughs> making the <this> sound. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a seance. I agree. It's really loud, whatever it is. Okay. Uh, around the Horn for Prose. Uh, Ashley, what did you? What was a pro out of you? Or
5: I liked seeing I oh, liked seeing Liz and Harry as parents. There was kind of something, you know, seeing Harry be like, "No, you know, take me instead." That I, I like that.
1: Yeah, I like that Spider Man didn't duck out of a fight for a change. He went in with a oh, broken yeah. leg, ready to fight. You know liked, that, that's the Spider Man I know. <coughs> George, you gave it a D. You didn't give it an F. Any other pros out of you?
3: Um. Well, the same. uh, This the same pro that I consistently give uh, most of uh, Dan Slot's Dan. uh, You know, most or that I give the great that I give the uh, the issues that are written by Slot, and that is uh, that the art was really good. <clears throat> pro from Enigma says
1: another Oscar worthy performance by Fettinger. Uh, <laughs> uh, Spencer, what's a pro out of the book that you liked? Uh the art. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. The art, it's beautiful.
2: Well, at least it's not the cover.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, co- <laughs> yeah, the cover the cover didn't do it for me this time. Yeesh. No? Cover's Eesh. kinda ugly. Uh Zach, a pro out of you? Um I
4: I like that the Miles Morales didn't his little Venom touch didn't sit there and knock him down yeah. or knock Norman down. I, I kind of like the fact that that we're not uh, overpowering. We're not still overpowering Miles. Like that's been like his 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 go to uh, Duke's ex Machia, freaking you know every time he uses that damn Venom touch, it's like he he brought mm-hmm. down a freaking Blackheart with that damn thing. Are you kidding me? mm-hmm
1: so no okay. I, I i like that thanks dan D- do you like that spider-man was the man in the chair where he has no. these people on his web in his web to help no
3: no no <laughs> yeah. no i must assemble uh, all of my spidey buddies flash clash to my aid and i'm like <sighs> flash and clash
4: yeah well here's the thing i i if, 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 Why don't don't you use, you know, real other clones of Peter Parker? You've got two of them running around. Oh, no, no,
1: no, no, no.
3: (laughs) We don't want to turn this into a sewer. (laughs) Thanks, JR. I was
2: about to say, if if we need some more clones, we can just shake it. You know, and uh, open it up, and there'll be more clones.
1: I really and hope that it. bag explodes
4: on you. Shake it! Just, just, oh my yeah.
1: gosh, if that if that flower blew up in, <laughs> on Spencer and Jr. It'd be epic. Shake, would, shake I it, shake it, bake like, it. baby. That serves you right. Is exactly what shake I would say. Shake it and bake it. The, shake it and bake it. Neil says the spectacular Spider Squad B title team. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, well, it's not even the ones that anybody gives a well. Shit. Well, we all, I I care for uh, Human Torch and I care for yeah I don't Miles. mind Human Torch and Miles maybe yeah. yes okay cons Jr. What's your biggest cons out of the book? Uh, obviously,
2: Emily coming back um, without any any particular reason or explanation um, that deserves its own story arc.
4: Not yeah, not just, yeah. Not
2: just a little. Uh, oh,
4: hey,
1: look I, and wait, there's more. But I was no. I, like JR, I say, it, it did surprise me. It did surprise me. It did surprise you? No, no, you know it. it there,
2: there's, there's something. There's sometimes there's been a, a surprise like, oh wow, that's a genuine surprise. I didn't see that coming. I, I, I would never have seen that coming. But I would when I saw it, it was like a typical crap that slot would pull. You know, throw something out there like, oh, isn't this a shocker? You know, and you sit there and you shake your head and go, no, no, it's not a shocker. It's stupid. So um I would say that would be the that would be the primary thing. Um I, I, the fact that I not have, have, you know, I think he would have asked like the tort. I think definitely he would have asked Johnny to uh uh you know come to his side, but the rest of them I I don't think. So I don't think he would have asked somebody like Clash to risk his life facing i mean you know i mean it, you know like he says uh, you know it's norman R- osborn in the carnage suit so what am i going to do i'm going to call in some of the least experienced superheroes in the marvel universe to face him you know uh, you know spider fake um <laughs> you know uh, spider f- girl fake um you know and and like i said clash who is the the a, a character slot keeps trying to make happen Yeah, you know no I, I don't think he would have I, I don't think he would have brought them in to risk their lives facing uh norman osborne with carnage symbiote i i, yeah, I just don't yeah. think, like, to me it's like a, a promotion for other comics is what it is mm-hmm. it's not a genuine peter calling the people you know why, why didn't he call like you know if he could get johnny there why not ben Grimm?
1: You know, why not uh, why not why not bring in the entire Fantastic Four in? They probably could have handled Norman. They're, but the, the next would have been over. You know who he should have brought in was Tony Stark.
2: Oh, <laughs>
0: no. Uh, <laughs> uh no uh,
2: the, other, here's the other thing here's no, he's too busy doing Mary Jane in Stark Tower. Oh
5: God.
4: Uh, here's another thing that the dovetails off the Emily thing, JR. Yeah. How the hell did Harry not recognize his own damn mom? What the? Oh,
2: yes. Yes. That bugged me. me. Now, remember, he hasn't (coughs) seen he hasn't, uh, you you know, I mean, to me, to me, these people are not in their 20s. They're in their 30s. Yeah. And if uh, Emily uh, died, you know, she would have been dead 30 years ago. And I don't know necessarily know that he would have recognized uh, a woman that he barely knew that he's only seen in pictures, you know, and there's this middle aged woman. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, for example, I—I'll uh, give you—you uh, you know, I just saw one of Shatner's latest uh, prime. Uh, uh, what's a, what's he do? Priceline. I saw he him do a new Priceline lately, and I was watching. and It was like, is that Shatner? Is that really Shatner? It's like, yeah, it is, because uh, oh, he's, wow. he's, you know. So so I I don't think that Harry would necessarily recognize her.
5: Well, why then? This kind of brings me to one of my cons. What was with her whole scheme to just whisk the kids out of there and make herself suspicious as all get out instead of just being like, hey, talking to Liz and, and Harry, like, hey, let's get the kids out of here instead of just setting up this whole sketchy business where she's just running off with the kids. And so we can end the last volume or the last issue with the cliffhanger like, oh, no, is she working with yeah. Norman?
2: Be- because, you know, be- because slot. Be, you know, because Slott's got an... He's got an end game in mind, and he doesn't care how he gets to it. But, uh, yes. You know, so... But, yeah, I mean, this is a, I mean, you know, yeah, uh, so she's worried about her grandkids, but she let Harry be, you know, verbally abused by this man for 30 odd years. No. Psychologically uh-huh. abused. Yeah. yeah. Let's not even go ver- beyond, ver- we'll go beyond verbally. He was psychologically right, right. I mean, abused. Yeah. He's da- I mean, you know, Norman has damaged Harry beyond, you know, pretty well beyond repair, you know, and, you know, unless Emily's been in a coma for 30 years, she's let it happen. So, no.
1: Hey, Spencer, what's some of your cons? What didn't you like about the book? Not enough clones. Not enough clones. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's cool. all right. Well, what else? <laughs> oh, yeah. Anything uh, okay. else? The uh, Emily thing. The Emily yeah. thing. Yeah.
4: To me, it just it, it, it's it's something that deserves its own story arc because it should have a lot of of psychological repercussions for uh, both Norman and Harry, and it it just it comes across as so hollow. In the context of this story,
1: and it it drags it down. Yeah. It doesn't enhance it at all. George, final thoughts on your con. What, what's your cons?
3: Um, I, I I guess the reveal was supposed to be shocking or drama inducing. It was it, neither. It surprised
1: me. I mean, it didn't surprise you. I I did not expect no. Emily
3: Osborne to return. It didn't didn't much care. It, it's a, it's why am I suddenly supposed to? Give it them about this character who's really never been, um, uh, never been popularized in any of the stories. Yeah, you know, I, I just it's, I I don't know. Let's yeah. let's just get it over with.
5: <laughs> any other I points? Wanna, I want to add to. Yeah. I just had a big problem with the dialogue in this issue in particular. Um, Liz saying, like, "Oh, I'm a billionaire businesswoman. Of course, I ship my children." I have to agree, with Jr. Completely that. Or maybe you just love your children and you're kind of wrapped up in some stuff that can really go wrong in an instant. And you want to be able to know where your child is in case something like this happens. Because with the position you're in, it's very likely.
4: I I I don't know. Let's reference Spider Hunt when he got freaking kidnapped by Norman.
5: It felt so much like these characters aren't speaking. It was someone talking about the characters through the character's mouth. And it was just really awkward and stilted and forced. <laughs> they're not
2: not—they're not talking to each other like they
3: really would talk to each other. It's like Slot know?
5: talking to himself.
3: It's Slot yeah. talk. Well, Slot's, so oh you know, we, and we've pointed this out many times. Um, with Slot, the story is always more I'm important than J.R. just mentioned a minute ago. You know, the end goal is what? character Proper characterization goes out the window.
5: I load the actual yeah. writing. The dialogue is just, it, it literally like, we'll put just, I'll cringe. It'll put. Does anybody think, of this taste down my skin?
1: Does anybody think Emily Osborne's around after eight oh one? Will he care? Does, does anyone care? I does exactly. anybody
3: think Clash will be around after eight oh one? Oh my god! No, no. I don't. I don't see Spencer using Clash or or Alpha. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I have to ask,
5: why was uh Annie Venom like the biggest doofus in that fight? Where he's like fighting him, actually like, oh yeah, I, I I have a way to actually you know put a mark on him, and then Norman just says, oh look, or, like pretty much points his finger like, hey look, and Flash looks over like, oh my god, and completely sidetracks. I'm, I'm like, are you even like you were in the military? What the what the, what kind of reaction is that? Just completely forget that you're in the middle of a fight to run over. Like, I get it. You want to save them, but like kind of, you know,
1: check your peripheral or something. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to it's, our second. It's a classic. It's a classic
4: I'm sorry. Just last thing. It's a classic slot. The
1: plot driving the characters, not the characters driving the plot.
5: <laughs> Plots driving uh, let's see
1: off. if Ashley likes this issue better. Spec yes. number 303. Take me through it, Ashley.
5: All right, so we open with J. Jonah Jameson doing some legwork trying to find the Tinker in the feature. He's up at the bank saying, like, hey, have you seen this guy? He's going to rob the bank in three days. He's obviously not very successful. Teresa gives him a call to let him know what happened at the um, about the Daily Bugle being attacked and what Peter came home to the Parker residence to find where we left off last issue when he finds that um Norman Gringoblin kind of snapped after having his identity suddenly uh, revealed to the world and went and retaliated by kidnapping Aunt May and young Peter. So we see Peter exploring the house and um, Norman calls his cell phone, which he had found through young Peter's phone where he had himself listed. And he's like, oh, that's kind of weird. And so he calls the number and manages to put two and two together. He let he, yeah, he, he, tells Peter you know he's got Aunt May he's got young Peter and you know he's gonna you know like hey let's find out what happens with uh, time travel here you know have a little experiment so older Peter's freaking out just like don't even think about it because he's feeling you know obviously the uh, antics of the beginning of this arc where they're just kind of running around and he's just having fun you know messing around in the past thinking that it's consequence free and so he's kind of rightly putting the blame on himself like you know he's panicking like this can't be happening what have i done you know this is all my fault and he's blowing up on norman um Teresa calls him and he feels around on what's happening she says you know i go take care of this um we managed to get a lead on the tinkerers so me and jay jonah jameson will take care of this i don't really know if he's really fishing back up, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so she says, we'll, we'll handle this. You go take care of Peter and May. So, Teresa and JJJ, they find the warehouse where Tinker's got himself pulled up. The um, Gets the jump on him and shoots a little laser thingy that lights the wall on fire. And before she can kind of explain to him why they're there, the, um, they have some flammable canisters that blow up. And blow the whole building out, so we cut back to Norman and young Peter and Aunt May, where he's got the two tied up at the um the Washington the Gwen,
0: bridge
1: the Gwen Stacy bridge, yep
5: <laughs> yep
1: <coughs>
5: excuse me, and young Peter's kind of still got some fighting spirit left in him trying to throw in some <coughs> some jabs and um kind of keep him occupied while older Peter is climbing up the wall. Very slowly, trying to creep up and um, get the jump on Norman, but before he can do that, he manages to catch sight of him, blasts some bombs, blasts him off the wall, and flies off with young Peter in tow. <clears throat> and they, uh, older Peter, goes after him. They kind of have their tussle. We, um, going back to Teresa and JJJ, they're in the wreckage of the Tinkerer's warehouse where uh, it looks like they're kind of all screwed, because they've lost everything that they were, uh, that they've come there to find, the information on the uh, alien invasion. But we have a literal day sex machina as hm. a little robot guy comes
1: <coughs> ja-
5: rolling out of the fire. Five, yeah. And to give them the a little tiny little flash drive USB looking thing, saying like, this is what you need. Please, you know, no one needs to get hurt and, you know, take care of my friend. He's good. He just needs understanding. He's my friend. You know, good. I go. You stay. You okay, and Ashley? I'll be okay. you
3: you're getting choked up? a
5: little robot friend. I love him.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> have, you ever seen the, have you ever seen the movie uh, Short Circuit, by chance? From the I, uh, I've
5: heard of it.
4: Yeah. They're, They're doing a reboot of it.
1: Oh, I've heard course, that, too. Of course they are.
5: I just think Iron Giant, because... Oh, God. yeah. Oh, my God. But anyway, he tragically passes. And we go back to Norman and Peter's fight. Further struggling. He's, um... He's got young Peter in tow on the cable, but he manages to break free of that. And Right when Norman goes to hit the, uh... detonator that he's got rigged to where... Aunt May is, he manages to swoop in and save her before she falls, and we thankfully don't have a uh, a Gwen so, Stacy moment.
1: We don't have a snap on the old lady, yeah.
5: Which, if I remember correctly, older Peter kind of filled younger Peter in on some of the things, like some swaps and stories, and I guess that's why he was able to, while well, he had an experience Gwen Stacy dying, he knew not to make that same mistake, and he makes a, a web for her to land on instead instead of a, of um, grabbing right. her with a line. Right. And so, Peter, older Peter managed to get the jump on Norman while he's distracted, throws his head through a truck, and is about to literally beat him to death, probably, because he's so worked up over this, about how you know he keeps hurting people, killing people in the present and the future. You know, I can't take this anymore. And Aunt May, who somehow got down from the webbing, I... I in the, in.
0: That was very yeah.
5: impressive. Um... But she comes up and comforts him, just saying, like, you know, this isn't you. I know, you know, it's all right. And Peter just, you know, kind of collapses into her her arms, just kind of, and they have their moment. And going back to the Parker residence, um, Jay Jonah Jameson regaling Aunt May with his tales of undoubted heroism, looking happy as a clam as he's doing it. Um, Peter and Teresa are kind of catching up <coughs> on the staircase why is I want to point Jonah's out that Peter shirtless. is actually sewing his mask as he repairs it.
4: What, what's that? <laughs> why, why is why is Jonah shirtless? <laughs> why is he in a wife beater in
2: that? He's league?
5: just got a wife beater. That's weird. I don't, I don't know. Like you. Oh yeah. Well,
2: what's <laughs> even what's even worse is the look that looks that May is giving him. <laughs> I noticed that. I noticed
1: that look. Of May's <laughs> giving Jonah.
5: just saying it's. This kind of you know um oh so what Ooh. I'm looking for no <laughs> going along with it. But Teresa reveals, she shows him the um, the picture of, that she found of their mother with her as a baby. Saying like, no, we actually are brother and sister. And they actually have, it's a pretty heartwarming moment. Realizing like, I, you know, have family. This is, yeah, I have a sibling and everything. <clears throat> and Peter kind of reflects on everything that's happened in his life. That's kind of how he's grown from. You know, seeing himself now as a as a kid, how he's grown and all the experiences have shaped him through that. Um, young Peter was listening in the whole time. He runs out to take out the trash. And he seems like, you know, seems like he went through it okay. But we see that not all not all's well that ends well because he's. We have a new little twist on Spider-Man: No More, and he takes a, yeah. his Spidey, his Spidey suit out with the trash.
1: I, I like that little last panel. That was kind of a nice little. It memory. was
5: good, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, what was your grade on it, Ashley? What do you give this one? I gave this an A plus. Whoa, really?
5: Yeah, I loved it. Wow, wow.
1: Uh, let's see, Zach, what would your grade be for it? I give it a uh, I give it an A. Nothing, no
4: plus or minus, just an A. It's a, it's a it's a it's a fun story. Um, I, I like how Norman Norman probably behaves more in character in the in these three
1: issues than we've seen in the last ten years. What what I think is humorous this month. Uh, in amazing and also spec. Jonah has given Norman Peter's ID and two realities. <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> Have you noticed that?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I think that's I, I don't know that probably wasn't planned, but it's funny that it coincide together. Uh JR, what would your grade be on it? Oh, you know, I
2: I I, I give it a B. I mean I I really liked it, but this whole uh, back and forth we're doing with the time travel and the, this weird story arc that just keeps going and going and going. It, and, and um, I, you know, that kind of all weighs on it, but I gave it a B. It was, it was a fun story. How about you, Spencer? Oh, I, I haven't read it.
1: <laughs> okay. George, have you read it? No. Okay. It's, it's uh, Okay. Uh, I would give it a B too. kind of like what Jr. said, I care zero about the mission, which is the tinkerer mission. that's just uh i don't care why we're here i enjoy the back and forth you know uh, actually let's do pros at ashley since it's her review what's your biggest pro um
5: i just think there's a really sincere very human element to the storytelling the interactions between the characters i love the little embrace between aunt may and older peter that was really touching um most of all, what really surprised me is, y'all know how much I've railed against Teresa Parker and how much I do not care. But when they have their kind of reunion, I'm like, this is a genuinely kind of heartwarming scene. And so while I don't really care about the motivations behind the scene, like it's a, it, it was a good moment for the characters, and I enjoyed that. Um, I like the possibilities with the different twists about how they're affecting the timeline and how maybe we can kind of... It opens the door to explore some classic stories, but with, um, you know, different variations. So that could be fun. And most of all, like reading this, like I, I wanted to keep reading. I wanted to read more.
1: Yeah. The, the Teresa Parker thing, I think I may have figured it out and I don't, I don't, you know how they always say Mike predicts things and, and doesn't come true, but I think Mike gets more right than he does. Um, I, I, I suspect this picture is from an alternate reality and, and I bet you, Peter actually does have a sister in that reality, not the six one six reality. So I I think maybe Teresa Parker is from this universe that we're in. Brad. Maybe? Brad. 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 What?
4: It's it's not the six one six. It's the main universe. You got to get this. I mean, uh, I, I can see Brevoort, you know, sitting, standing outside your door saying
3: you're saying it wrong. It's no longer. the oh, oh, is that what Brevoort would say? Then, Brad, continue to say six.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Brevoort's the same one who said it didn't make sense for Norman to know that Peter was Spider-Man. So, yeah, oh, it's, yeah. It's like, go right ahead, Zach. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was just I, was, uh, I had to make the joke. Cause- your your Brevoort doesn't work um, anyway. I, I don't think Teresa Parker is Spider-Man's sister. And I think it's an alternate reality. I really, I I don't think that's that's. And
5: though she's got to drop somewhere.
1: So as
4: action gamer says on the on the chat, uh, Teresa is to Peter what Cable is to Nate Gray.
1: Sure. Okay. Sure. Well, Cable and Nate Gray are the same thing. So. No uh, X Man and. Uh, yeah, X Man. X Man is a young Cable. uh.
2: Yeah. X-Men, X-Men continuity makes my head hurt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, pro Ashley said her pros. What's some other pros out of the gang? The The Norman stuff was cool. Uh, I really I, like the way they colored the
2: Norman always kind of had that shade of green. Just um, a little seasick. I kind of, I mean, it may even look seasick, but I, I still kind of liked it. Um, it didn't like, um, you know, like, like um, I think Zach says, I mean, Norman's really in character. I mean, he's messing with Peter's mind. You know, he still gets under Peter's skin, and P- he's he's one person Peter genuinely wants to kill. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. Can you hear my I beagle think- through the window? Yes. Okay, hold on.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. About three different Spider-Man Goblin stories. Yeah, yeah. This this very much reminded me of that episode
4: of the 90s show. Cause half the episodes, you know, didn't have the mask on. Um, and clearly these, the artist is a fan of the 90s show and, and the, um, and spectacular Spider-Man. Cause it felt, you know, cause it's just some of the sto- storytelling elements we've talked about last time. Um, I, I just liked how the artwork was. I'd like to see this guy be full time. I like him better than Adam, Adam Kubert. And I know that's sacrilege to say, but yeah, I, I, I I think I the art works like, better too. I like this, and it may be because it's the inker with Hubert mm-hmm. um, because it's been very inconsistently inked, but like this artwork, I actually wouldn't mind him being there on full time. and I know he did the artwork uh, I found out he did the artwork on the Howard the Duck special
1: that or, does yeah. Um, yeah but he actually this guy doesn't really has done a really good job with with um, yeah. it, it was I, unique th- to see the the classic Spider-Man moments with a twist. Like Aunt May falling off the bridge, uh, the trash can, the spider, the the Spider Man no more right. twist, as a
4: the, with a Ditko esque Spider Man, not a Ramita Spider Man. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I thought that that was kind of neat. That was that was different. Good stuff. Any other thoughts on, on that book? Sure, I the like one? the fact that it was like a good old fashioned comic book. I mean, you guys were
2: talking about the art. This looked and felt like a good old fashioned comic book. Yes, and not some, and not some of the other. That's some of the, the 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 crap we've been getting recently.
1: Did you like Sp- Peter was pushed that far to almost kill Norman Jr.
2: Well, yeah, I mean Norman should. I mean the, the, that Norman should be the one person that P- that pushes Peter to do just that. You know, yeah. more or less. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, you know, and I and I like the fact that Norman asked young Peter, "Why are you doing this?" You know. You, you've mm-hmm. got some, it just kind of illustrates the difference in the two of them, how they've chosen to, mm-hmm. you know, use their respective powers. You know, Norman just doesn't get it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So. yeah.
2: Okay. okay.
5: Oh, before we move on, I just want to say yeah. I really like both Peter's in this. We see young Peter, like, even though he's been kidnapped, he's really holding his own, and he actually manages to free himself. He doesn't need older Peter's help. He breaks free yes. himself. Um, yes. And then older Peter's reactions, I think, were really great. They're very. Um, They felt really believable, like his panic. um, His thoughts were really jumbled. We didn't get some kind of slot esque, like, you know, inner dialogue or inner monologue where he's just kind of recapping all the events in his head in like these perfectly, you know, structured sentences. It felt a lot more, you know. Uh,
4: I'll tell you, one of the things that I've noticed about this, just kind of looking at the artwork, there's not a whole lot of inner monologue, there's not a lot of thought bubbles. They Mm -hmm. let the art dictate the story. Mm -hmm. let the artist play to his strengths i mean that scene where he's beaten like like the final bit with norman um you know when norman is is being norman saying is the older wiser smart enough to finish you know and he's you know beaten ass i mean peter was beaten ass that's one thing i'll say this um uh i'll say this um you know, George would enjoy the fact that Peter Parker's actually whipping ass in this in this issue. Um,
1: but yeah. If George wasn't dead, he would enjoy it. I think George is dead. George has died. He's 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 decomposing. <laughs> he doesn't feel so good. You don't <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: Well done, Spencer. Well done. Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: several people you, in the you're chat are saying to be, they, you're not supposed to be funny. <laughs> you
2: know,
0: you're,
1: you're, you're just, several people in the chat. They, they can't see me. Google Hangouts had a little hiccup. And for some reason, my camera's not broadcasting for some reason. But I'm not stopping the broadcast. Uh, Zach Thank has you. free comic book day. That was released today. It is. released today. It yeah. is free comic book day
4: uh, for another minute. Here on yeah, the exactly. uh, Central, time, Central time zone. That's funny.
1: <laughs> Take me through this issue, sir. Written by Nick Spencer. This is the this is the a taste of what we will have for several years potentially.
4: Yes, uh, Free Comic Book Day. Written by Nick Spencer. Ryan Otley coming over from Image uh, to draw Spider-Man. So they put him on the high-profile book uh, on the front cover. We'll talk about the cover. We got uh, we got Kingpin. We got Rhino. We got uh, She Electro. Better Let's call the, her Electra. Who's <laughs> better in the MC2 than she is in the in the 616? Yeah. Um, Boomerang. Boomerang. And uh Peter Parker's got his uh Starbucks and, and donuts. Yeah. So um first uh first page, we have uh Peter kind of doing a little bit of a recap where he's punching Doc Ock in the face. Because that's what he should have done a long time ago, which yep. uh, was, was superior Spider-Man. Um but he, he talks about, you know, there's a desire to make sure no one ever else lost what he lost. And there's no other, but there are other reasons less discussed, like the views. Like he's talking about how he gets the uh, unique vantage point of how New
1: York looks. And uh, then we cut to Peter Parker. Re- Real quick, uh, what does the new artist draw under Spider Man's arms? He, he's got his pits. Web he's got his web page. I've got web pits with the new artist. Okay. So, uh, and big feet yeah kind of big feet look at those feet.
5: Big feet. man
4: those are big feet oh uh, you know what they say about big feet
1: buddy
2: says it's Rob Liefeld
1: art <laughs> <laughs> a
4: little bit better than Rob uh so then uh Peter Parker's searching for an apartment and we're flashing back to the Mackie burn era uh, yes we are uh or Mackie actually, burn reference. Uh, we, got, uh, we got him and uh, Randy Robinson, son of Robbie, goes uh, his boss of the Daily View. One of the best friends and soon to be second time roommate. They even referenced that. Um, yep. So uh, they're looking for an apartment and, they, and they, <laughs> the
1: view is of a dumpster. <laughs> yep. It's even better, though. It's got two. he's looking at 10 years of slot stories. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) More than two dumpsters for that. Two dumpsters. And they need to put it on fire. (laughs) One. uh, uh, uh. Two. uh, uh, uh. All right. Then we cut
4: to, uh, this'll make, uh, this'll make uh, Mr. Uh, George excited. We got boomerang front and center. Uh, We got the big wheel and Electra yeah and the rhino uh, and the rhino uh, they're they're the rob of the bank and peter's like i gotta take pictures for the bugle and you're like you're working the science division and he's like that lady shoots electricity out of her fingers randy that's science
0: there you go uh,
4: so
1: here comes uh, big feet spider-man to the rescue <laughs> his feet aren't as big in this one in this particular mm, that's like a size 15 okay what well, that's <laughs> <laughs> <Good Lord.
4: laughs> the fact that you're focusing on the damn feet is weird. <laughs> you got a foot fetish, there, Douglas?
1: Um,
0: okay. Um, uh, George just had a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey
1: a, a television joke what happens when you shoot video of feet it's called footage what uh, <laughs> <almighty>. <laughs> i like it thank you
4: brad you're, before there was such thing as dad jokes quote unquote you bet you baby oh,
1: brad
5: i have a yes. dad joke for Oh, you. i want to
1: hear it i want to hear it go ahead go okay
5: on. when does a joke become a dad joke what when when the punchline becomes a parent
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh god
1: did you hear about the orange, the oranges that uh, couldn't, that did bad in school? What they couldn't concentrate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, All right.
1: The only person <laughs> that's laughing so is you. You okay. bet you, baby.
4: All right, okay. So, on. Anyway, uh, Spidey, you know, stops him, and um, you know, basically, he's like, "Yeah, you should." You know, it makes me really appreciate how Letterman did it. Can you imagine?
1: Real, real quick, look at the look at the cam. I, I, I. <laughs> look! Look at the look at the YouTube. We we we've lost George. We, we, we've lost George.
3: <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> hey,
0: listen! Listen! Listen. <laughs>
3: listen!
4: You just pulled a Bailey. <laughs>
3: listen, all right. At at the, at the top of this thing, three hours ago, I said. I said, I am, I am tapped.
2: I was about to say, I, I who's said, acting like the old person now?
3: I said. I said it would be perfect if we didn't go for like four hours or so. We're into three. Yeah. So don't hey, blame 50 me. 50
1: I love that minutes. Bernardo said, George is dead.
3: <laughs> well, Spencer's killed him. <laughs> uh, I'm used to hearing about bad comics. I shut down. Enigma says
1: at some point he was expecting George to suck his thumb.
3: <laughs> <laughs> George is too tired.
1: Uh, uh, oh, he was actually sleeping. <laughs> oh, uh, at least, at okay, least
4: move move the camera to a, like a comfy chair. Well, then, then you really would fall asleep. Meanwhile,
1: Big Feet Spidey was uh, punching Boomerang. So he's fighting with
4: Boomerang. Um <laughs> there's uh, uh there's a few little little quips here. And yeah. then Rhino's like, all of you with me, he cannot take us all at once. And, um, you know, Rhino runs right into a car. And then, yeah. and then he's like, obnoxious, where are you? Over here, antler man. Love the hat, by the way. Very few efficient. Like, I like the quips in this one. And then he mm-hmm. Rhino apparently kills uh, kills kills Boomerang by smashing a car again. Not him. really.
0: <laughs> uh, they should have.
4: They should have, though. Yeah. <laughs> so... You know, uh, Electra sits there and says, I hey, say hi to Max Dillon in hell. <laughs> and I guess they had a falling out. No, Peter, she died. He died. That's exactly what happened. Clone yeah. conspiracy. Uh, and then, of course, she shorts out her si- the systems for the big wheel. And then the big wheel is like going straight towards that apparently awful restaurant. It's a pregnant woman with a kid, two kids. Yeah.
5: It's terrible taste, apparently.
4: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so Peter's like, come on. Spider-Man, you can't do this! You can do it. And all by himself,
1: he stops the big wheel. Yes! <laughs> yes. You mean the Avengers didn't show up and help him? Nope. What? He stops I, the big wheel. I all like by it. Himself. I
4: like it. Uh, then, of course, you know, Boomerang and <laughs> shows up, and all of a sudden, a friendly assist by the New York Police Department? Hmm. Uh, apparently um City of New York is uh, now being ran by the Kingpin because of reasons. Yep, he was elected. Read Daredevil. Uh it takes place before six oh one, so apparently something happened in six oh one. Oh, I guess he's no longer the mayor. Um hmm. and then uh boomerang. Then uh then of course there's some kryptonite in a bag. <laughs> in a bag. True. Before uh, boomerang uses his jet ring. What the hell is a ring? <laughs> So uh, Peter's like, uh, hey, he's your problem now, Fisk. That kind of annoyed me. But we've only got a page left. So yeah. uh, anyway, so there's a he's, uh, Randy found a great apartment. He, he, he thought it was a dump, but it was actually
1: great with a skylight. I love that. He's got yeah. a skylight again. Yeah. He hasn't had a skylight since the 80s.
4: And, um, you the, know, sneak out. Randy away. was like, I already called dibs, dude. You get the third bedroom. Who's going to be? Who, what are we going to do with the extra one? That's how we can afford it, dude. We have the thir- first tenant. Hey-oh, people. Or should it should be, hey-oh, people. Oh, i just checking out the cable situation. Either you guys got HBO Go a password I can borrow. I don't want to miss my bolus.
3: So f- uh,
1: forget it. You must be Pete, huh? Put her there. <laughs> Your Australian accent has made George run from the room. <laughs> <laughs>
4: And uh, okay, we
1: that- get the re- we get the final panel reveal <laughs> of uh, Boomerang, <laughs>
4: the Australian one,
1: you know. Uh. Oh, Neil, that's not nice. He says your accents blow. Oh, <laughs> you, <laughs> Neil? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> continuing in July's Amazing right. Number One slash eight hundred two. There you go. <laughs> slash eight hundred two. All right, so let's go around the horn, Zach. What would you give it for a grade? I give this an A. I enjoyed okay. it. Okay. All um, right. I thought the artwork was good. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, JR, you and your bank. Uh, D. D. do D. Whoa. D. Whoa. 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 Spencer, what would you give it? B. Whoa. Oh. Look at that. Look at that. Father Go and son. Oh, your room. <laughs> <laughs> Civil War. <laughs> it's, a civil, it's the Fedinger Civil War. <laughs> I agree, Ashley. Very good, uh, Ashley. What would you give it for a grade?
5: I'd give it an A, and also consider this. Yes. They're rumoured that it is not only Boomerang. He apparently is Patrick Bateman. Look at that face.
1: Ooh, from American Psycho. Yes, look at him. Oh, that does look like. Uh, is that a man you want living next to you? That looks like Christian Bale, doesn't it?
5: Yeah. yeah, Christian I mean, Bale's Patrick
3: Bateman. You yeah. know, I don't I don't walk out the door that often and, and see a man <laughs> and think, boy, I wish that man lived next to me.
0: <laughs> it's just not
3: a thing that happens. <laughs> uh, George, what would you give it for a grade? I didn't read it. Oh, I thought you did. The, thought you no, did. The, the free comic book day thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, hell no. Okay.
1: Well, it's, it's, uh, Nick Spencer writing, uh, uh superior foes kind of oh,
3: for, for a couple of tease pages. Okay. Call, call, call me when the happy meal comes in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't know if that's going to be a new saying or not. Uh, I would give it a B, um, Oh, pros. What would you get? What What are your pros out of the book? You gave it a, an A Zach. I, I did. I liked, I liked, uh, I liked, um, the artwork,
4: um, mm-hmm. uh, besides you know um, although george key or george Brad Sorry. keeps pointing out how, how big the freaking feet are uh, dude,
1: they're triple f's man my my only my only
4: kind of quibble is how he draws teeth
1: kind of weird
4: um hmm. it's a stylistic oh. choice of his that i'm just not a huge fan of
5: hence patrick bateman
4: um yeah yeah exactly um and i remember that uh um what is the, what is the rhino
1: teeth look pretty good on the cover?
4: Yeah, that looks fine. But like Peter's teeth,
1: every every everyday Joe teeth. Okay,
4: um, but yeah, I, I like
1: I like how everything kind of,
4: um, I like just it just felt like more like a Spider-Man book. I know that we're it's it's a rehash of of you know I, I referenced the Mackie Byrne <laughs> era. Yeah. Um, but when Paul Jenkins got a hold of that status quo, he actually did something with it. Yeah.
1: So. I don't know. I, do you like, well, it, it is different having a roommate that's a supervillain. I mean, that, that is different. Yeah, that's not, that's not been seen. We have seen Spider-Man living by himself with the skylight. We've yeah. not seen him try to hide his identity with, from two other people in the same house. And one of them but, being well, a Yeah. So We've seen him hide it from Aunt May, but that's right. a different take, and I, I, I appreciate a new take.
4: Um, I, I do like that there is at least some handoff of elements of Slot's run, and I, I know we wanted like to uh, the fact that he's still in, uh, the science editor. I mean, that's oh okay, that's that's yeah. that's cool that it, that's that, stayed, that can uh, stay. You know, yeah, that's fine. That's one of the better developments that Slots done the last year. Um, I like how it just felt like that he was. I, I liked how he freaking stopped Big Wheel by himself without the Avengers showing up. How uh, think of
3: how. How pathetic uh, that's sounds. I no, I I'm don't. glad Spider-Man yeah. could stop Big Wheel <laughs> without <laughs> the Avengers showing.
5: Hey, True, baby, baby steps.
3: Yep,
1: yep. Uh, any, Ashley, another pro out of you. What's what? What did you like? Um,
5: most? I just really loved the kind of the setup of this. It was a lot of fun. Um, I liked them the the apartment hunting. I liked his interaction with the um you know, kind of the lease manager there who is like, Oh, you know, it's not a, it's the garbage terrace. And those conversations as someone who lives in a shitty apartment, it is, yeah, I can relate, but, um, I, I like the segue from, especially in the beginning where he's swinging around, like, you know, Spider it's great being Spider-Man having these views and everything, but then kind of the back to reality as Peter Parker, you know, things are as great as all that, but, mm-hmm. um, That was, that was a good segue. I liked that a lot. Yeah. Um, the, the writing, just like the banter was so much fun. Like I just found myself laughing a lot and like really enjoying it as I read.
1: Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, Um, do you like the idea of a villain in the apartment with them?
5: Patrick Bateman being his roommate, yeah, that'll get pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah.
5: Like when he starts bringing the, uh, no, I'm not going
1: into the R-rated aspects of American Psycho. <laughs>
3: George,
1: George, I know you didn't read it.
3: <laughs> what is Fred's name? Hang on.
1: Anyway, do you like the idea of a super villain being in Spider-Man roommate? Fred,
3: and Fred, My- Fred Myers. Fred Myers. Fred Myers. Um... It it's whatever
1: it, it, it leads to tension, leads to potential storytelling. It, it, it
3: feels like another gimmick. Hmm. Okay. It feels like just another, it feels like they're setting them up for a sitcom or something like that. You know, it, it's just whatever.
1: Hornacek, I like that. Uh, Peter, do you like Huey Lewis? <laughs> That's like something I would say because I'm a big Huey Lewis fan. Uh, let's see. JR, you hated it, huh? You didn't like it.
2: Yeah, well, what made you think of that? Cause you said
1: um, you gave it a D <laughs> I, I
2: just, I, you know, I'm tired of going back to basics. I'm tired of, you know, well, oh boy, we got loser Peter Parker again, you know, and, and, you know, and you're asking, Oh, is this a new thing? You know, that he's got a super villain roommate. The only roommate at this time that Spider-Man should have is Mary Jane. That's the only roommate he should have. That's the only roommate I'm interested in him having. Um, you know, th- I, I just find this whole thing to be an insult, uh, absolute insult. Um, you know, th- and this is probably this is. I mean, if this is going to be the type of stories that are told, uh, I'm done after 8:01. I mean, I I think I, I made just just join, join uh, George on that island yelling at
1: clouds. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah. um did you like the? Qu- I liked the quippage pretty much. Mm-hmm. I thought the quippage was nice.
2: You know, no that's like, that, you like you know, that's like you know what is it that's like what sp- spraying perfume on pig shit or something you know I mean it's still pig shit it may smell like you know you may get a
3: whiff of perfume but it's still pig shit so poor, poor Spencer's getting love advice over here <laughs> the bar was the bar was already set low for yeah. Spencer I mean c- coming in Spencer it's not like he had to the- are you I- talking about Spencer Fettinger or Nick Spencer uh, for, for both <laughs> um, but you know, Nick Spencer didn't have to do uh, a whole lot to just you know he he could put out mediocre effort and still be better than what Slot's done for the last ten years. So you know we'll we'll see how uh, we'll see how eight hundred two goes.
1: Yeah, eight hundred two.
3: Okay. Any other thoughts
1: on this issue before we wrap this episode up?
3: No, let's wrap it up because I'm very tired.
1: Mm-hmm. We know. We noticed.
5: <laughs> that hopefully, it bodes well for the future of post the post lot era. Yeah, we
1: okay. won't. We won't get another Spencer issue until July. Sorry, Spencer. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> See all you. right, summer. All right. Final thoughts, uh, Zach.
4: Uh, all in all, I, I enjoyed. Really enjoyed two of the two of the issues this month.
2: One of them was just kind of mediocre. So yeah. Okay. J.R. Now, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed a couple of the issues. I mean, why couldn't, why wouldn't I? They both have Norman in them. So.
1: Yeah, very Norman-centric month. Spencer, final thoughts? Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed, uh, enjoyed them, who I read. Cool, cool. Thanks for being on this episode, by the way, or these last two, Spencer. Oh, yeah. That's cool. And final thoughts, Ashley?
5: Um, I'm... I was always surprised at how much I'm enjoying spectacular and it's nice to have something that has me want to keep turning the pages and looking forward to the next issue. So it's nice to have that feeling again after what three and a half years or so of being on the show and reading through slot.
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh, final thoughts, sleepy bear.
3: <laughs> Sleep? Oh me? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you already asked me for my final thought. You like, you like you let off with me. I did. Yeah. Yes, you're totally coming full circle. Like you're just trying to keep me up, you ass. Second, <laughs> second, literally, you don't understand. The minute like we're like, okay, everybody, that's a wrap. My, I'm clicking the wrap. I'm doing like Jr. does, like Man, I'm <laughs> gone. I'm asleep within five minutes. <laughs> that's where I am right now, and you're like, God, oh, let's go back to Are Papa really- Bear. Wait, I'm like, why? Are we doing message board questions? You know, everybody,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I actually, I, I, that I should mention that I forgot to do message board questions on the, uh, the infinity war thing, but I looked over them and most all of them we addressed with the exception of one thing. And let, let me pull it up real quick. I'm sorry, Papa bear.
5: Do we want to Uh, discuss it? If this episode is spoiler free,
1: Oh, that's true. Here, stop the episode if you don't want to hear any Infinity War uh, Okay, that's talk. me.
3: I'm going to bed.
1: All right. Good night, George. <laughs> Bye. Good night. Bye, <clears throat> Bye. Real quick. Uh, where was it? Where was it? Where? Uh, He's gone. Uh, uh, Mr. Starkiller360 says, I heard this in another podcast, and I thought it'd be funny to share with you guys. Spider-Man's greatest power <clears throat> is that he reminds you that he is a child in the infinity war movie. Oh, Uh, so I, I, that is one point that I wanted to mention. Do you guys, what do you guys think of that? Mm -hmm. I like it. I think it's very true. I think it's very Mm -hmm. true.
5: (sighs) Sometimes they're too on the nose with it, but I think it's important that that's where he is at this stage.
1: Yeah. So I apologize to the message board people that I, the show went long. We had some tech problems at the end, but pretty much all the questions that were asked on the message board, were pretty much answered at some point during that hour and a half. The only thing that,
4: the other one that I would think is Alistair. Alistair What was his question? His question was, um, um, what does the panel think the hypothetical Joss Whedon version of Infinity War War would have been like?
5: In the garbage. Uh,
1: In the garbage, really? I'm
5: not a fan.
1: (laughs) Not even even the first Avengers
5: movie you didn't like? First uh, uh, first Avengers was like, I liked it, but it also felt really hokey in some ways.
4: I loved it. I loved the first Avengers movie. The second Avengers movie, I, I think, just it, it crushed every, it Just There was too much expectation.
5: I'm tired of Joss writing the same kind of woman over and over again, the same kind of female character. Okay, that,
4: that makes sense. Um, yeah. But, I, no, he said that his uh, would have been less last focus on Guardians and Thor more on Cap and Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Eh, yeah, yeah. Uh, maintain his motivation from the comics instead of a new one. I I still think we'll get an appearance with by, by Lady Death before
1: it's all set. I hope so. Maybe Lady Death will embrace him at the end where Thanos dies. Yeah. My I love.
5: We'll get a good death scene.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You know, so who, um, who will kill Thanos? Who has the most motivation to kill Thanos? That's not gonna I be think Gamora. I, I think, think Cap should do it. I mean, I think Cap. this is where Cap,
2: Captain I mean, America dies. Do do Captain America picks up the axe because he's worthy, and Ooh. He, yeah. you know, and Ooh. He, because you know, remember because in Age of Ultron he jig, he, see, he yeah. starts to move yeah. Thor's hammer. But I mean, that's I mean, that's I mean, really Captain America. I mean, Captain America should die, and he should he should be wor- he should be worthy. Pick up Thor's axe and take down Thanos, and you know, pass on to Bucky. And,
0: I yeah, remember. yeah, and then you got
2: Bucky Cap.
4: So, I, but, it, but Steve should have his, he should use both the, the, the shield and the ax and boom, yeah, go to town. That'd be, that'd be awesome.
5: I really like Mike's idea where he said that they would, you know, go and get the infinity gauntlet and infinity stones for themselves, the original Avengers. And they would kind of all do it together and use that. To, I do I like the CNS being taken out with the infinity gauntlet and the stones mm-hmm. that being used to defeat him. <clears throat> And that the, it, it being distributed among the original Avengers,
4: I, I like the I like the fact that, that there's the this, this symmetrical aspect of how you have the original the original Avengers that that started this thing with Thanos, inadvertently, end it with you know end this thing with Thanos in the final
1: in the final movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How about the Silver Surfer comes in? <laughs> I I think.
4: I think I think we'll get it. I think we'll get uh, the post-credits tease. Will be the X Men. Really? I really.
5: Well, do no, to isn't do Fox doing? They have a whole trilogy plan for Dark Phoenix. Mm, I think
4: yeah, they're. they're they well, they're, I know they're doing. I
1: know they're doing reshoots, but I don't. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know if they were going. to... Boy, do. that that would be, that would be cool to have the FF at the end or something like that. I that think some
5: Fantastic fun. Four at the end.
1: That would be fun. Yeah. yeah. Freaking fantastic! Like like Emily Blunt and and the uh, John oh uh, what's his last Krasinski. name? Kras, Krasinski. Those two and someone is <laughs> Chris I Evans. I like Michael Chiklis. Cr- as- Chris Chris Evans is Human Torch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, I, I liked Michael Chiklis as as I, I did too. I just the suit sucked on all three movies for thing.
4: I, I didn't hate the suit th- with thing. I don't, I don't know.
1: Yeah.
5: All right. It's going to be that, sad that Doug Jones can't come back as Silver Surfer because Doug Jones is perfect.
1: Yeah, I, he was good as Silver Surfer. Yeah. All right, gang. I think that's a wrap. YouTubers, thank you for watching all this time. Uh, I, I predict I'm going to like Deadpool 2 more than Infinity War.
5: <laughs> is that fair?
1: That's not.
4: They're not the same type of thing.
1: I yeah. like Black Panther matter in the Infinity War. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Anyway. All right, gang. Thank you again. That is a wrap. <laughs>